Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Fightful.com founder, owner. You've never seen his face before. <laughs> Technically, I don't think I've ever seen your face before. No, I feel like I should be wearing a Lucha mask or something for this. It's been a while. It had been a while, rather, before Fightful.com, since you had been in the, the wrestling news game. What motivated you yeah. to bring back Fightful.com besides seeing my work and saying, we got to build a site around this guy? I was going to say, I heard about this rock star, and uh, he wasn't available, so then I contacted you. We're 100 episodes old at Fightful.com, so we hired some guy. To write us a song, the only dude we could afford was Trevor Strong, the idiot who sings the stupid song that just goes on and on. You might find some meaning, but you would Sorry. I can't believe you had a hand in that. Yeah, he asked me this. We cover pro wrestling, boxing, and MMA. Our main man, Jimmy, is Canadian, and Sean is American from Kentucky. Producers, Nigel and Melissa, are super okay. Fightful.com! Fightful.com! This is a Fightful.com! Super full on! Make a fantastic song! Already. Cut out with some bad Photoshop. <laughs> Here's Jimmy and Sean, except that Sean can't talk. Did you mute yourself? Oh, he's just bullshit. Here's a girl who says <laughs> drinking her dog pee does the trick. Why did you put that on the air? <laughs> and here's Sean promoting pills for your dick. I can help out my great white south by going to fatfool.com. So I I have to say, okay? I have never met Jim Cornette. I've never met met Jim Cornette. We have never corresponded before. He doesn't know me, and I don't know him. Super full on, 
with Jimmy and Sean. Sell pills for your dong. Make a fantastic song. Make a fantastic song. It's The List and your boy with Jimmy Van and Sean Ross. And we are live. What's up, you guys? <laughs> I wanted to insult you, Sean, but I really can't after that. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Listen, that your was boy, awesome. number 100, and I have waited 100 episodes <laughs> to say thank you to Trevor Strong <laughs> for the Fightful song. Actually, no, thank me, because I paid the man. I got to hear the story on that one, Sean. Okay, so... I had a lot of tricks up my sleeve for 100, and we're about to get into them, because almost all of them unraveled in miserable, (laughs) like, in in the most miraculous ways possible. Almost all my surprises unraveled. This one did not. A couple months ago, I hit up Trevor Strong, and I was like, hey, man, don't know if you know who we are, but we're Fightful. We we run your, your... clip on our show every week you've probably seen comments on your videos (laughs) saying jimmy van or sean ross sapper fightful he quoted me a price i said wow steep did it anyway and he asked for like some info i hit him with like i mean like some very vague bullet points and a couple of clips and he put together that song i have to ask like was he mad we've been using this song no he told me he said, he thank thanked you. you. Yes, he said, thank you for the support and wrote a hell of a song. Hit me with a rough draft. And I said, hey, could you add this in? And he said, yeah, sure. And then hit me with that very quickly, like with very little to go on. That's he amazing. did this song. He is outstanding. We're actually from the same area. Well, that song's been stuck in my head for a goddamn month and a half. Because <laughs> I, I wow. had that all edited and put together. Probably over a month ago. And had he then, ever heard of us, or had he like noticed the comments on his YouTube? Yes, yes he. There's no uh, way he couldn't have. Yeah. But okay. Then the the warrior thing happened, and the Melissa presser happened, and I added in some more things. But we had that. But Jimmy, that wasn't the only surprise I had planned. Mm-hmm. I had conspired along yep. with producers Nigel and Melissa. Now Melissa, because you're fighting her at the end of the show today, well, so you didn't conspire with it, her. <laughs> We set our differences aside for a good three I mean, minutes. Where, where do you think I'm fighting her at? I'm going to be in Toronto by You're the gonna... end of this show. I'm going to make it so I can kick Melissa's ass. You're going to find a way. Yep. But I was supposed to be there earlier. About a month ago, I, I when the interview subject, which we will get into, also unraveled, and boy, did it get even worse in recent weeks. I was like, you know what? I should show up there as the show goes on the air. And I was like, could I do this? I looked at some some flight prices, and I was like, you know what? I'm thrifty. I can do it. I can do it. You know, it it, it is confusing, this quality of life that I have, because yeah. I'm talking about thrifty ways to fly to an international country, to a different country. I'm going to cut you off for a second before you start. Uh, we're doing a bunch of giveaways today, and the first one is happening right now. The first person that retweets, the first person that retweets, that we're live on the air and says hashtag listen to boy 100 gets a con gets a prize pack first person that does it and melissa watching. and sean are watching well let me tell you what my prize pack from air canada was it was a big old <laughs> fu srs so i was supposed to fly out today 11 was the time i was gonna fly out i was gonna land 
at 12.30, get sent to my hotel, and I was going to await the beginning of this show in your office somewhere, hidden away. I had told maybe a handful of people. And then as the show came on the air, I was going to bust in. However, even though I checked in on my little app, it didn't send me a confirmation email yesterday. I said, that's weird. No big deal. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it at the front desk. I apparently showed up two minutes after the woman at the front desk headed back to uh, the plane, essentially. What time did you show up? I think, well, as I look at my phone, I placed the call to Air Canada at 10.07. So I had probably been there two minutes, probably got there 10.04, 10.05. What time was your flight? Uh, 11 is when they departed. It's a little bit it's, it, is little a, bit it is a ghost town in Cincinnati airports. But okay. anyway, you, the longest I've ever spent at TSA in Cincinnati or to get through anywhere is 20 minutes. That's it. Right. Max. They do say two hours for internet. They do, but I, I know in Toronto you've been sitting at the gate for a long time because of that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. I get to take naps. So the yeah. woman's like, no, 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 I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. Over the radio to another woman. Then I get, she's like, I don't have time. Then I get emails that's like, your flight is going to leave 21 minutes early. And I'm like, <sighs> where where was the time you didn't have, lady? Very frustrating. So I had to hit up Melissa and Nigel and everybody. And, and say, what else happened, Sean? Well, I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> so at first, Air Canada's like, we're not giving you your money back. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, sir, I'm way too thrifty for that. So that's not going to fly. Eventually, I had to take to the power of social media at the urging of you all. I told you to do it, yeah. You yeah, you're like, because usually I don't like to do that type of stuff. But, hey, you want hey. me to go into cunt mode, I'll do it. Money's money. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. And we're thrifty. Or I am. <laughs> yeah, but the so, quality of life confuses people. On, on my way back, I'm trying to make sure I get home one time. I get hit with the speed trap that is the AA highway. And I get a friggin' speeding ticket on my way here. And so, uh, tell me, so how fast were you going and what was the zone speed? Like 200, who cares? You're going 200? I was like, I don't know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I, it's... I actually zoomed in, you were going 70 and a 55. 70 and yeah. a 55. <laughs> he knocked a little off for me. And I'm gonna yeah. interrupt you because we do have a winner already. We have a winner already. Gully of the year, I think that's how you say it, I might be wrong. I'll PM you, we'll set it up. Okay, okay, awesome, so they get the first prize back. Now there's gonna be two more giveaways on the show. Uh, the first one is going to be Melissa's favorite live chat comment. Whatever she deems to be her favorite live chat comment, you're going to win a prize shy, pack. Don't be shy, boys. Yeah, you're going to win a prize pack. The final prize pack, which is going to be for people that cannot see this live, Melissa's favorite YouTube comment <coughs> in the in the YouTube comments. Whatever her favorite one is, you are going to win a prize pack. Uh, and we have stuff up for grabs today, like we have an Xavier Woods action figure, we have a Cesaro action figure. <laughs> Isn't that illegal what you're doing right now? We have, uh, what is that from a board game? What the hell my is life, that? My life is a lie, Jimmy. <laughs> I thought I was thrifty. But as it turns out, I'm not that thrifty. Nope. I, but you know what? I'm obviously not the guy to take financial advice from. I mean, let's. <laughs> I'm not the guy. I thought I was. I thought I was thrifty. But now I can be because onyourown.org slash Fightful is sponsoring the Listen Ya Boy 100. They are a personal finance blog that provides free oh, no. and unbiased... Come on, Melissa. Doing, She's Melissa. doing it already. We didn't have an on your own. You're doing it already. Why are you fighting, Melissa? <laughs> because 
<laughs> this is exactly out, why they're fighting. Whether or not you're starting out in the real world or looking for a new beginning, just like I am, with a new <laughs> producer, on your own dot org dot slash Fightful, see, you messed me up, is going to be there as a helpful guide and your biggest supporter. Their blog articles are written by personal finance experts from the National Endowment for Financial Education. The NEFE is the leading nonprofit national foundation dedicated to inspiring empowered financial decision-making for individuals and families, whether you're talking about choosing a credit card, getting started investing, or what to do when your identity is stolen, Melissa. <laughs> all of their, uh, all of your personal finance questions can be answered by onyourown.org slash Fightful. It is a completely free resource. Jump on that. Onyourown.org slash Fightful. God, I don't know I why so we bad. don't have a graphic for it, Melissa. I don't know why we don't. God, Melissa. We'll talk later about that. This is why the fight is taking place. This is the reason, because of these fuck-ups. So I have Science to ask you, Sean. Actually, I'm going to ask both you guys. How are you guys feeling today? Are you feeling spry? Are you like, uh, are you ready to go? Have you been training? Are you warmed up? I'm definitely warmed up. You know, I feel like I might go a little easier on him, maybe, oh, but shit. probably not. <laughs> and Sean, you've had a... A hell of a day, so you already missed a flight and got a speeding ticket, and now you might get your ass kicked. So how are you feeling today, given all of that? I didn't even train for this. I'm over here, <laughs> thanks to my boy John Baez, drinking Pepsi with real <laughs> sugar in glass bottles. Pepsi? That? that looks like a Coke bottle, no? It's a Pepsi bottle. I don't know. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen those. Yeah, I know. That's Hey, that's that's why I put the put it out there on Facebook, and our dude John Baez, who's a Fightful Select subscriber, actually sent me some. So Aww, I understand that, that uh, you were somewhat of a celebrity at Starcade last weekend. I understand. Yeah, people wanted to figure out um, what it was like to fuck up everything in your life, so they came and talked to me. <laughs> I heard that you were getting selfies like on the way to the bathroom, uh, at concessions. Almost one in the bathroom. What you had a selfie that? in the bathroom? Let me tell you this story. This is probably my favorite. So I, I got talked. I had a couple people that talked to me. Good times. I love that. But I'm at the urinal taking a piss, and I hear, Sean Ross Sapp taking a piss. <laughs> to which I reply, yeah, I sure am. And I turn around, and nobody's there. No they, way. They Batmaned me. Did you see them at the, like later on? I don't know who it is. You don't know who it was. It could have been one of the people that I, that I met throughout the, the evening at Starcade. But I, I wouldn't know. They how never many people said recognized you? Like, how many times were you approached? Maybe six or seven. That's pretty good. I am. That's I mean, pretty it's, good. I'm from the area. I mean, people would expect me to be Still, there. Still, like, our little site's doing all right. And, and WWE hooked you up with that ticket, right? Yes, they did. And you got to keep the chair and everything. Yeah, I did. It's downstairs. That worked out all right. That's good. <laughs> Even though we've been at odds with them and they're trying to threaten me, that worked out good. You got a free oh, ticket we to tell, the... Uh, is it time? Is it time? We're not um, telling it today. We're no! not telling it today. I had somebody, actually, true story, guy sitting three seats away from us leaned over, John Martin, and said, Sean Ross Sapp. And I was like, yeah, hey, man. He goes, you all telling the story on listening to 100? <laughs> no. I swear. John, if you're hearing this, confirm, send a tweet to Jimmy. He He asked. No way. So the only thing that I have said to Sean, we will tell the story soon. We're not doing it today. We'll tell it soon. The only thing I said to Sean is, when we tell it, let me tell it. 
because if I let Sean tell it, I will get sued. <laughs> so let him tell it. And for so, the record, for the record, Sean, I'm not afraid of getting sued, and I've been sued before. I'm not afraid of it. I just don't want to have to blow a bunch of money for no reason. You know? Well, speaking so. of, my, my <laughs> wife is actually home right now and sent me a message saying, watching, watching you burn that money on the podcast is so <laughs> realistic. It's like I can almost smell you burning our money. <laughs> he doesn't have a job right now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what? That would have been a great surprise. It's too bad I didn't work out, but it'll things will work out. Sean was able to get a credit for the flight. I told him I'll give you cash for the credit next time I bring you in. It's Who all needs it, Jimmy? It's all a wash. It's all the wash. Not, this camera isn't picking up any of the, the... I'm making it rain in here. I see that. I see that. <laughs> It's like an Okada entrance. It's fantastic. And the Trevor Strong thing's amazing. I want you to give me his contact information because, right, cool. uh, yeah, he and I live in this. We're from the same area. Well, so give me give you the expense information too. <laughs> <laughs> don't push your luck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. You might want to give me the medical bills after this fight with Melissa coming up. Yeah, I doubt it. I might mean, hey, American you did recommend me and actually said you would pay for it. Because I have this terrible cough. Yes. And you had me go get checked out. And yes, I, did. in fact, do not have AIDS. That's positive. That's shocking. <laughs> yeah. That's positive. I'm glad that uh, that you're AIDS-free. That's good. So I guess we'll talk a little wrestling before we Why? get into... Uh... <laughs> this hasn't been a wrestling podcast in months, It is Jimmy. a pro wrestling podcast. You know all those times at a stupid people where you say, this isn't a political podcast? I know. This isn't a wrestling podcast. Uh, it, well, you know, it's a wrestling podcast, but we do other shit. But it is a wrestling podcast. I want to uh, give a shout out to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's he's somebody that you know. I'm a big fan of Sean. He's yeah. one of my favorite people in wrestling. I used to book him for any of our, of our new viewers. I used to book Jim on the independent circuit a lot uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And the Jim Duggan that you see on television as far as the smiling and the thumbs up, that's the real Jim Duggan. He is just a good guy. Uh, and I always liked him, and he always was really good to me. Jim, uh, this past week, he was hospitalized in ICU at Kershaw County Medical Center in Camden, South Carolina. He was discharged last Saturday. He hasn't come public yet with what the problem was. Uh, and I'm not going to speculate. All I do know is that I know that uh, Kershaw, they're known for their cardiac work. Uh, but otherwise, I'm not going to speculate anything. I'm glad he's all right and back home. And, uh, and yeah, I heard that news. And uh, like I said, I really like Jim Duggan a lot. And uh, I wish him well. Hmm. Yeah, uh, a fun fact for you guys. One of the, the only pieces of wrestling merchandise that Matt Riddle owns is a signed 2 by 4 of Matt Riddle. What did you do? I almost dropped the list. It wasn't the list, me. The list of As Jimmy Van almost went flying. Things didn't get any worse. I'm pretty sure that not, that Melissa produced my travel arrangements. <laughs> I'm pretty you sure. That's so for that I one, was saying friend. earlier, I don't know how she could have pulled off the speeding ticket, but I kind of blame oh, her for the speeding ticket. You yeah, know? I do too. Because this is mind games because she wants to fuck you up in your fight today. So these are mind games leading into it. Well, I'm gonna be honest. It's working. But oh. the thing is, well, then you're I, I can winning a couple more surprises, my friend. I can separate the mental game from me whipping that ass, which I'm gonna do today. And by the way, I fart. I fart. I, I fart dirty. Remember when Kane was the the GM and he told he congratulated Daniel Bryan on a hard fart victory? Yes, <laughs> vaguely, vaguely, yeah. 
I uh, almost went there. I do fart dirty. That is a fact. I don't want to fight you anymore. That's gross. Well, there you All go. Right. <laughs> well, since we're in a celebratory mood, I want to give congratulations to the city of St. Louis, Missouri. Congratulations. Why? And the people of St. Louis, congratulations, because this is a monumental week for St. Louis, Missouri. You know why this is such a massive thing for St. Louis, Sean? What's that? Because according to uh, KSDK NBC5 out of St. Louis, the XFL is bringing a team to St. Louis, oh, Sean. Shit. So here's the here's first the city thing. announced. St. Louis, Missouri is getting an XFL franchise. Congratulations! I saw other wrestling websites report about this, and I didn't even check the chat to ask Andrew or Jeremy if they had because you know why? It's not wrestling. I know, but it's Vince McMahon's no, no, no. little thing. This, and, the, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. I'm okay with us talking about it here. Yeah. My news guys are not beholden to reporting about the latest locations of XFL teams. Right. It's not going to matter in two and a half years anyway. Mm-hmm. I just find it comical, so I like talking about it. It's fun to me. You know, That's, that's what you need to do. Forget the Toronto Blue Jays game. Take the whole office to a... <laughs> what, what would be the name? If they had a team, if they had a team in Toronto, yeah. What do you think? Maybe the Toronto Sixes. They would do something stupid. They call oh, it like the Toronto Sixes, or maybe the Toronto Smoke. Something dumb. Yeah, you the know? Toronto Drizzies. If it's Vince McMahon, it could be anything. You know, if it's Vince McMahon. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Braun Strowman. He underwent elbow surgery, and yeah, he did. Uh, it, look, it looks like they're confident he'll be back for TLC because they're still promoting the fight, the matchup with Baron Corbin. So it looks like they're confident. And uh, I want to tell a story that I've told Sean before. Okay. And I'm going to tell it on the show here because the big show was on uh, Busted Open Radio, and he told this story, and it was very reminiscent of a, tor- of a story that I told Sean Ross at. So anybody that's uh, on Fightful Select, we put up matches from my old independent archive. And there was one match that we put up a little while ago, and it featured a wrestler named J.C. Owens. Nowhere uh, near as good as El Tornado. Nowhere near as good as El Tornado. And El probably- Tornado is my boy. There you go, and he's and, and he's probably long into the business. J.C. Owens, when I first met this kid, this is like ninety nine ish. He was probably like six feet tall and probably in the neighborhood of four hundred pounds. And okay. Ontario, the independent scene was mostly cruiserweight type wrestlers. Bobby Roode at the time was by far the the physically one of the bigger guys. And you see Bobby Roode in WWE, he's not. Uh, so Ontario at the time, a lot of cruiserweight style guys. J.C. Owens would take one clothesline and bump, or he would take one drop kick and bump. Uh, and when I started booking him, I tried to explain to him, you're more than twice the size of these guys. What the hell are you doing? And he told me, no one has ever come to me before. He said, no one has ever come to me and explained this to me. And after that, I had him kind of doing the Yokozuna, you know, where you would stagger him and, and all that. Big Show told the story on Busted Open Radio, but when he first met Braun Strowman, and he saw Braun Strowman bump off one clothesline from Sami Zayn. And basically tried to explain to him the psychology of the business, and Braun smartened up. And I thought of the J.C. Owens story right away. I thought, hey, let's tell that story, and I can plug Fightful Select at the same time. Yeah, oh, I, sure I love calling those. We do we po- post those every month at the end of the month. Braun had actually, from what I understand, went to the PC when he was out for a while at one point, when he was first getting like started on the main roster, and practiced doing the du- tumble over the top rope, because he knew he was going to have to for the Royal Rumble coming up. Right. That's why he's so good at that. Right. And that should be the biggest bump that he takes. Right. That should be an outside of maybe a superplex or something like that. I agree. Uh, we have some name recommendations for Toronto football teams. Mm-hmm. In the oh, yeah. Back. What do we got? What do we got? The Snowbirds. The Snowbirds. The, the Canadian Bacons. That's not bad. 
my personal favorite, the Toronto Ass Cheeks. The Toronto Ass Cheeks. Yeah. I don't know what to think of that one. The uh, the Canadian bacon's not bad. Yeah, yeah like it's it. not bad. I'm taking a... See, I have the chat now on my screen here. I'm able to see all this stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's not too bad. So, right about now is when I'd be throwing to an interview segment, Jimmy. Yes, it would be. But not only did this interview segment not show up to my interview, he didn't even show up to, to the podcast. And... That's Some people, when I say this name, are going to go, oh. Mm-hmm. But I was planning on interviewing James Ellsworth. Now, James Ellsworth's been in some shit <laughs> of late. And hey, that's okay. Reserve judgment. We'll see how that all unfolds. Yeah. Hope it works out for everybody involved. We might have but, a new, really unique contest prize soon, depending on how that shakes out. Yeah. Oh, God. So, because James Ellsworth is in the background of our podcast weekly, and a running joke, the big hog, ha ha ha, dicks. We thought, I thought, that would be a good interview, because I legitimately have a lot of stuff I could ask him. I was supposed mm-hmm. to interview him after his first WWE run, and then by the time that we had set something up, he was back in WWE, so I never got to. Mm-hmm. So I know a friend of his by the name of Dennis Farrell, who's a really nice guy. He does the podcast with Petey Williams and with uh, James Ellsworth, and he's like, man, I'm going to get you this interview You've done a lot to help out our podcast. You retweet our stuff. Dennis Farrell is a great dude. He's like, here's his email address. Email him. Isn't he the I one ain't... that asked me to follow him on Twitter and then I didn't? There you go. Okay. But that, that's also <laughs> Melissa. That's also yeah. Melissa. I was about to say he knows what it's like to be me. <laughs> but I emailed James nothing. They're together the next week, and he goes, James says he hasn't gotten an email. I screenshot the email. I sent it to him. I said, there it is. He's like, all right, do it again emailed him again nothing nothing keep in mind i'm getting at this point in time i'm getting like Corey graves on the record leaving me comments and getting interviews left and right james ellsworth's big league in me hmm. i'm like all right whatever i think he's avoiding the media the best so, he can well this was well before that well before that. oh this was before that this was mm-hmm. oh yes before i called him out publicly on twitter mind oh, you okay then dennis goes <laughs> Here's his phone number. And I said, you know what? I feel a little creepy doing that. But I'll do it. Yeah, call him, yeah. I didn't call him. I sent him a message. Okay. Nothing! Okay. So, he said, he posted something on Twitter, and I said, how about you do an interview with me? He replies to the the Twitter, or the Twitter message, or the tweet, and says, cool, let's do it, man. I DM him, nothing! (laughs) Nothing! I got stood up. By James Ellsworth. Well, I want to say first to Jaylene in the live chat, since I can see the live chat, I want to tell Jaylene, he said, Jimmy, thoughts on Koskinen as the new Oilers goalie? I have him on my fantasy team. I'm loving Miko Koskinen. He's got two shutouts. Thought he was overpaid when they signed him. He's looking good. Cam Talbot might end up on the trade block. Good news, Sean. Even though you lost the James Ellsworth interview, we have something to take the place of that interview in this segment, and I'm going to go ahead and turn the t- turn the floor over to Melissa for this one. You're welcome. I plan to use his existing insecurities against him. What's up, you guys? Your girl Melissa here, managing educator of Sean Ross South. 
You might know him as the E-Wing Express, a 33-year-old who will defend to his death his Twitter finesse, but I digress. Let's take a breath. If you haven't guessed, I'll explain real fast. It's Malish and your boy, Bible Wrestling Podcast. I'm sure you've seen us. Our reach is vast, even though Sean yells, Right in the penis! First, there's Jimmy Van. He's an insider trading and wrestling fan. And then there's this guy beside Big Boss. We got thrifty with his name. Now he goes by Sean Ross. Mocking sweet tea, it's Latina heat. When things go south, you can call it Kentucky Wi Fi. Sean's running his mouth as his internet says bye bye. Bye bye. Then wire cast goes down, I cut the tension with a knife as Sean continues to question his quality of life. He's angry, he's confused, he broke the stream and I get accused. Right. Abused, like a shameless bug. Speaking a little blues pills looks like his head just took one. Hey Sean, here's an idea on how to reap brain from a soft puppet with no brain that sits on Jimmy's hand. Don't worry, it's only time to change your name to SRS. This username is already taken by some guy whose scoops are the opposite of breaking. Next time, try writing something worthwhile. For now, you can throw that story in the SRS file. Get it? Because it's shit. Penis! Right in the penis! Boom! Roasted! Woo! (laughs) That was pure talent. Pure talent. Catch me on SoundCloud, guys. This is, you know, this is like this is like the pre-match press conference, the pre-fight press conference, kind of. <laughs> that was stellar. Well, it Melissa. wouldn't have taken much for Melissa to outdo herself there, now would it? Listen, thrifty cent. You're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're talking about Canada versus USA thing. <laughs> you just couldn't handle that. Push a T just eviscerated. Drake, could you? You wait until I drop my version of a D-Don, and I I reveal that you have a secret son. I'm going to let everybody (laughs) know. At least what I threw at you was all very accurate. You have actual producers to help you. Real producers whose job you can't do. Nigel made me sound less like a dying raccoon, yes. But I wrote that whole thing myself. She wrote and performed it. And I'm very tone deaf. That was difficult, Sean. <laughs> I don't know what are you what is this? Are you like the mummy from WCW? What did they call him, Sean? The mummy character? You know, like I'm just masking myself from all the shit on this podcast. <laughs> uh, how do you segue to pro wrestling after that, Melissa? This is difficult. How do you do that? How do you do that? Rapper. You know what? Pro wrestling rapper and Joe Moore. What I'm going to do today, instead of talking a lot of of news, wrestling news, instead of doing a lot of news, we'll do a lot of positive shout-outs today, Sean. So how about a positive shout-out to Martha Hart? How about that? Let's do that. Okay, yeah. Because it was reported by Glenn Oliver from Slam Sports that a a company out of England called Curate Films, they're actually (laughs) going to do a documentary about Owen Hart. This is after Martha Hart had said, don't want anything to do with it. Don't want anything to do with pro wrestling. And she was at war with the Hart siblings and Bret Hart and all that. She's going to allow Curate Films access to her personal archive. And they've already interviewed Bret Hart and Natalia for this documentary. So kudos, Martha Hart, for letting uh, Owen Hart's story be told. I thought that was really positive news. That's good. Yeah, it's beyond time. I wish WWE could be involved to some degree. But I get it. Martha Hart's never going to do that. And while I disagree with it, I think that it's more of her place to agree or disagree than, than 
Sean Ross Sapp sitting in Ewing, Kentucky. <laughs> and not in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Maybe uh, if I was in Toronto, in Canada, I would have a little more of a right to say something. I mean, you're going to you're gonna make your way here for the fight. so. I mean, I will be, but I'm leaving immediately afterwards because I know Melissa's the kind that's going to press charges. Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> that might happen. Uh, Zach McDonald asked me, what do you think about the Buffalo Sabres winning 10 in a row? All I got to say is they're doing what the Edmonton Oilers could not do, and that is use all those high draft picks to make a winning team. So kudos to them. I mean, let's be let's be real. Melissa's already got police and law enforcement in her pocket. That's why I got a speeding ticket today. So. Maybe that's what Fightful HR is. Mm. It's not Arsenal. Mm. What do you I got next, Jimmy? <laughs> How about uh, let's talk about Big Daddy Walter? Okay. So back in March, there were rumors that WWE was interested in him. I think somebody even reported that they signed him, uh, and Walter himself said that's not true. Now he is officially signed, uh, and he's uh, going to be going to the Performance Center in Orlando. Anywhere that's not familiar with this guy, he reminds me of a big William Regal sort of. Yeah. What do you think? He's like 6'4", he's like 310 pounds. He's not uh, as agile as a Samoa Joe, not really. If you've ever seen his match footage, one of his uh, signature moves is actually Earthquake's butt bomb. <laughs> Legitimately, that's yeah. one of his signature moves. Stan Hansen's Lariat, that's another of his signature moves. Uh, reminds me of kind of like a big, young William Regal. And uh, what Walter had going for him is that he worked for the right promotions. Because yes. there have been a lot of rumors about how WWE is going to be limiting their NXT UK talent to, to only compete for promotions that are part of their little circle, like Progress and WXW and ICW. And he wrestled for those promotions, and uh, good for him. He's, he's one of these talents, Sean. I don't know if he's going to work out on the main roster, but in NXT, he will crush it. Yeah, and he, had, he got a lot of exposure as did his opponent PCO for their their match at Joey Janela's Spring Break around WrestleMania weekend. That was one of the standout matches. I mean, it, it really helped put PCO back on the map. Yeah, and those guys are very similar, too, those two guys. Yeah, well, you besides know, the 20-year age difference. Aside from that, no, but otherwise, physically, they're, they're, they're similar. Walter's bigger, but they're yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Well, good for him. And uh, speaking of NXT UK, they're going to do their first takeover show in January in Blackpool, England. That's big because people for a while have been asking, when are we going to get a WWE pay-per-view in the UK? Uh, and everybody's always fondly talking about SummerSlam 92, Wembley Stadium. And I saw an interview with Triple H, and he said SummerSlam 92 was not actually that financially successful. Yeah. Uh, and the time zone thing is a problem for them. But now the network kind of changes things a little bit. So uh, they're going to do a, uh, an NXT takeover for the UK brand in Blackpool. Should be interesting. Well, they did do one three years ago. They did the NXT TakeOver London that had Bailey and Nia and Balor and Joe on it. But, yeah, I'll have to take Air Canada over there and uh, sit in on that show. You I'm should. glad they're – but in all seriousness, I'm glad they're doing it. I'm not a big follower of NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Warren Hayes covers that for FightfulSelect.com every week, guys, so make sure you all check that and out. And there's just so much content now. It's hard to keep up on everything. It is, and I mean, it got to the point I had to delegate, and Steven Jensen now covers Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground, being the elite and NWA content on Select for us. It, it got to be too much to where it's like, I can't just sit around and review wrestling TV all day. I gotta chase stories and get news and all that stuff. For somebody whose job it is to watch all this and review it, it's even too much. It so, I, so I mean, for, for, Regular people, like maybe kids can take it in. They don't have anything else to do. 
Almost like Melissa's offensive skill set. It's going to be too much for you, Sean. Yeah, everything about Melissa is offensive. That's <laughs> like I said, be a senior, eat a sandwich. Gross. I can't wait to kick your ass, Melissa. You know what? When there's five hundred dollars on the line to be won in two minutes, you do what you got to do. That was fifteen hundred. That was fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. Sean. And it was a wrap. Learn your foods. I wouldn't know anything about winning that amount of money. I would know how to lose $500 in about two minutes. You're really good good at that. that. (laughs) Really good at that. Thank Uh, God for onyourown.org slash Fightful helping me out in the future. What do you think of Lars Sullivan, the free agent? Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gimmick. I like the free agent gimmick. I, I really enjoy it. I, I said I thought that they should have done it for EC3 before because mm. he seems like the type of guy from a character that would show up in a suit and be like, which one of you all wants me type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they're going forward with Lars Sullivan. I don't know how he'll work out. Like when I mm-hmm. look at Braun Strowman, I'm like, he is a less good, smaller Braun Strowman. I kind of look at Lars Sullivan like, because uh, I was thinking about what brand would he would he be better suited for. I think that he would be better suited for Raw as a challenger for Braun Strowman, assuming that Braun actually gets the Universal Title. He could be a good challenger for him. But you're right, he is smaller. He uh, seems like he'll be the cane of their next generation. The maybe. guy that he could just slide in and face somebody whenever they they don't necessarily have someone. Possible. Yeah, that's possible. I guess we'll see what happens. Should we go to Super People because we got the fight coming up? Let's go to Super People now. Let's do it now. This is a stupid song. It just goes on and on. You might find some meaning, but you would be wrong. I'm debating about changing up that little uh, video and plugging in the Fightful.com song. There's really no reason not to at this point. Courtesy of Trevor Strong. Maximize that. that, You know. Woo! Did he know like what day we're do- we were going to be airing that that song? No, I do plan on sending him the the video though. We'll yeah. we'll po- post the video separately. Okay, okay, okay. Because it was quite good. So uh, all right, let's start off. So this one was sent in by a person on Twitter, Sean, and their name on Twitter is Doubt. <laughs> what was it that? really is. <laughs> I love it. At d underscore oh ten on Twitter. And it was reported by Forbes.com on November 27. Now, I had talked about this story before on this podcast, but now we have video footage, which makes it even better. So back in uh, April of 2017, in a place called Green Valley, Arizona, there was an off-duty Border Patrol officer named Dennis Dickey, and he decided to do a gender reveal for his baby. You know this big gender reveal They're thing stupid. they do now? They're right? stupid. 
Yes. I, my cousins do them all the time. Oh, and do I they? love my cousins, but God, they're stupid. I will never go to one. And I did not do one for either, either one of my kids. We did you not do a big saint. gender reveal party. Yeah, no. Because you're thrifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, if only you knew. So uh, what this guy decided to do for a gender reveal is he decided to send up, set up a target loaded with explosives in the middle of a very hot, dry grass Arizona desert area. Uh, and then what he wanted to do was he wanted to sh shoot one round at the target, have it explode, and then there was a colored powder inside that was going to determine the gender. Blue for a boy, pink for a girl. That's what yeah. he decided to do. Keep in mind, full of explosives, hot dry grass that he placed this thing in. We had the video. Put it up, Melissa. Oh, man. And that's why they have to evacuate California. That was for a campfire, yeah. So in this situation, this created a wildfire that they called the Sawmill Fire. It torched 45,000 acres. It required almost 800 firefighters to put out, all so that he could let his friends and family know that he was having a boy. Uh, and to make it even worse, uh, I guess to his credit, Mr. Uh, Dennis Dickey, he reported the fire, he cooperated with authorities, and... Here's the kind of the end result as far as teaching people for future future things. Because he cooperated and because he reported the fire, he got probation and a two hundred thousand dollar fine. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. But he torched forty five thousand wow. acres, man. Nothing to me. I spent that this morning, uh, <laughs> Melissa. So you talk, talk about the benefits of dual citizenship. There ain't many. <laughs> Stay in Canada. I mean, I'm coming up there to to fight you in the face later. My so, plan is to stay here. I just want to go over the border and shoot some guns sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. we'll see where that gets you. <laughs> I'd be worried for you, my I friend. I mean, apparently you're going to shoot me. You put a target on me. That was an Eminem reference. Get over yourself. That, is a, that was a target with my face on it. It's already starting. People are going to think that's okay now. I hope they don't somehow find a way to come to blows right now. I hope. Because i got to wait until this is, like, unsanctioned in the uh, not-yet-completed media room. When should we do this? When uh, should we... The end of the show, you guys are going to have the fight. The end of the show. The very end or almost the end? Almost the end. Almost the end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it'll get canceled like your flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have to fight. Boom! Roasted! Let's just not Oh, man. Oh, just... she's she's getting it on you. I mean, she just said cancel the fight, right? We don't have to fight. Are I'm you okay. Are you whipping out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, it's just, you know, give me. I'm soft at heart. Uh-huh. I'm soft. And everywhere else. Well, well, not anymore! <laughs> oh! Oh, here we yeah. go. Oh. That's right. Oh, boy. BlueChew.com and use that code FIGHTFUL, my friends. And you can have yourself a hard knock life. And maybe, if you're married, a hard knock wife, too, when all is said and done. 
BlueChew.com, code Fightful. I have a wrapper stuck in my mouth. Anyway, it can increase your performance in the bedroom, <laughs> wherever, wherever you opt to do it. It's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, no more awkwardness. It's cheaper. It ships direct. It's quicker. Also, you don't have to – the waiting in line, come on. That's for the birds. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work faster because they're chewable. Take them anytime, day or night. And right now, because you know I'm thrifty, I'm going to give it to you for free. Giving it to you for free. Use the code Fightful. All you got to do is pay – how about that? $5 shipping? <laughs> not, a big deal. not a big deal. $5. Use the code Fightful. Hit them up at Get Pluchu and let them know where you heard about it. Permanent Press says Melissa is Fightful's Becky Lynch. That is That's high good, praise. Right? That's high praise. High praise. Yeah. I'm going to go right to the SRS file. Okay. We're going to move right to the SRS file because this it. is... This is, well, I was going to say, this is the perfect compliment to what you just did. So we're going to go right to that. This was reported by the UK's Pink News on November 19. There's a shopping mall called Tinwald Mills on the Isle of Man, which is in the UK. And they had to apologize for a Christmas display that left some shoppers disgusted. Any idea, Sean, what kind of Christmas display, and keep in mind that this is for the SRS file. Any Dicks. idea... <laughs> Melissa, put up that photo. Hard dicks. Put up that photo. Not wrong. Yeah. They had two. <laughs> yeah. They had two life-size models of polar bears that appeared to be doing it doggy style. Look at that. He can barely. Who thought that's himself. a good idea? Who thought that's a good idea? I bet they're out there drinking Coke too. Polar bears love Coke. Yes, apparently they do. Apparently they do. Oh, Isn't man, that something? That polar bear was getting it. <laughs> <laughs> like Damn. I wondered, I wondered when I saw that if somebody that put the display together was like, I'm gonna have some fun with this. Well, you know I mean, and the bears had some fun too. I'm all about it. You apparently know that. They did. You know, I, I'm not gonna advocate giving Bluetooth to animals, but. I think I think that polar bear got into some. It's possible that's what happened. Melissa, have you yet found your favorite live chat comment? I have two options here. Let me pick. Pick your favorite. Don't say which other them are. Just say the winner, and then the winner gets a prize back. Okay, it's gonna be Ron. I might butcher your last name. Stalcup. Stalcup. And what's the comment? It makes me uncomfortable when Sean's man bun brushes up against Melissa's video bun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what it's doing. It's very relatable. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> it is. It is. There you go. Congratulations. You got yourself a prize pack. Like I said, the very last prize pack, and it's going to be for a Listen to Your Boy Polo T. The best YouTube comment as chosen by Melissa. You're going to win a Listen to Your Boy Polo T. So put up those comments after the show is over. I can't even pretend. I've got so much blue chew on my floor right now. It is a distraction. Isn't that how it it's going to be a distraction for your wife once you consume it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's the so, point. As long as you wait until after the fight, because I don't want any kind of foreign objects getting in the way of that <laughs> matchup. I mean, isn't everything that I do a foreign object? It's already a foreign American. object when I cross the border. That's true. That is true. That or is don't true. cross the border. <laughs> I want to ask you about CM Actually, Punk, no, Sean. No, Melissa, it's not when I don't cross the border. It'd be a domestic object. 
Because I was I, making a joke about I know. missing your flight. It was bad. You're not good at comedy. I can't wait to punch you in the mouth. I'm going to play my diss track again. <laughs> I was going to say, did you not check out the diss track? Yeah, it wasn't that great. Uh, you should check it out. It, wasn't, it wasn't awesome at all. Sour grapes. <laughs> it was pretty terrible and not good, and I didn't enjoy it or think it was funny. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's going to think that it's okay to shoot me and make diss tracks about me, and it's not. That sounds okay. Uh, we might do a prize giveaway for whoever can come up with the best diss track. Ooh. So anybody in the live chat that's got any kind of musical uh, talent? Drop some bars, guys. Keep that in mind. <laughs> keep that in mind. I mean, John, look at it this way. You all couldn't have less musical talent than Melissa, so. You're not wrong. I have no musical talent. However, I roasted Stop you, my friend. Stop with your straw. Have some decorum. <laughs> I don't waste my limbs on something like and of that. And you, you hate the environment, too. You've tried to get people to cut my hair, which I'm growing out for cancer patients because you love cancer, apparently. And now you hate the environment. You're using a straw. What is wrong? <laughs> I'm using a straw, so I hate the, the world is in. You're threatening to fight your coworkers. This is a dangerous environment for me to be in. You're in a really bad place, and I can tell. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Sean, let's talk about CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, let's. I was interested by this story. This Gonna week. try my best to segue into a, into a wrestling story. So CM Punk was interviewed by MMA Fighting because he's going to be doing commentary for a promotion, uh, MMA promotion called CFFC. Cage, Cage Fury. Cage Fury Fighting Championships. Uh, they, they got a show December 14 from Atlantic City, and uh, it's going to be on Fight Pass. He was asked by MMA Fighting about the rumors about All Elite Wrestling uh, and whether or not he would have any interest. He basically said he would listen because he likes the Young Bucks. He likes Matt uh, Jackson. Uh, he again went on about how I wasn't given an offer for All In. Everybody thinks I was. All Cody did was say, do you want to be there? That's not an offer. So he's suggesting I'll listen, but they have to make an actual offer. My question for you is, do you think there's any uh, chance CM Punk gets back in the wrestling ring with All Elite Wrestling? Yes, I do. And one of the reasons goes back to his first interview where he talked about his availability for uh, following WWE. He joked, he's like, I might go wrestle the Young Bucks in PWG. Right. If you remember that, like he he made that very clear that that was something that maybe he'll do that if he wants to do that. And Matt Jackson has not hid his desire to have CM Punk involved in stuff like that. I think that if there is a chance, it that's the best chance. Do you think that he would still get uh, the same kind of reaction or reception that he would have gotten five years ago, given the two MMA losses and given the Colt Cabana lawsuit and all of that? Man, I think I think that they probably could have made something work at all in had it not been for those lawsuits. Right. Yeah. And that was another thing he said was that the lawsuits going on are what between WWE and Colt Cabana and Chris Amon are the things that have kept him linked to wrestling. Fugazi and, lawyers, Sean. Fugazi lawyers is what he oh, said. Oh yeah, that's what and, he said. <laughs> and boy, don't I know about those. But anyway, when he he says that he can be free and clear of everything after that, I don't know if that means to do whatever he wants in wrestling or to never be in wrestling again. No, I think he means. I think what he said was, once I'm through with all of that, I'd like to just have fun. But who right, knows right if now, he still has a negative fun. connotation. I don't know if that even is fun for him. Uh, I don't know. I've got the quote here, but uh, 
He said, if you want to come to the show and do something, we oh no, that's when he's talking about the offer. No, I, I think when the lawsuits are out of the way, he would do it. He would do something, I think. Yeah. So I hope uh, so. I would like to see him back. I want to talk about uh this World Series wrestling tour in Australia last weekend. So you know you know I'm not a fan of hokey shit, Sean, right? And I'm not a fan of like the dick flip and I'm not a fan of all that crap. Kenny Omega wrestling a girl back in the day. A little girl. Not she a fan of all that shit. She could work. Uh, that's that's great. Better wrestling Melissa. I'm, I'm gonna kick her ass. I'm <laughs> I'm more for realism in wrestling, but that being said, Sean, uh Joey Ryan has a torn peck. Cody Rhodes uh has a meniscus tear in his knee. Neither one of them can wrestle. And so I want to give props to World Series Wrestling for keeping them both on the tour last weekend, finding a way to keep them on the card. What they ended up doing was Joey Ryan challenged Cody Rhodes on every show for the IWGP title. And because they couldn't wrestle, they did things like uh, a staring contest. They did thumb wrestling. They did rock, paper, scissors, which they called Dwayne Paper Scissors. And we have a clip from one of their matches, courtesy of Alex Donnelly at AlexDonnelly14 on Twitter. Put up that clip, Melissa. Title matches for free on Listen Your Boy. Yeah, there you go. That's what we Keep did. I hope, I hope New Japan doesn't have an issue with that. But uh, you know what? Props to that promoter, man. Joey Ryan makes his living doing independent wrestling. I know he gets some extra work in Hollywood, but primarily from independent wrestling. And uh, he's one of those guys we had talked about when they were going to miss a bunch of time. That's serious income yeah. that they're losing. So good to WSW that they found a way to keep him on the card. So The fortunate thing is Joey Ryan... For what he is, he can go out and have good matches. He does all the time, but he can also show up, dick flip somebody, and the crowd's going to be happy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They liked it. Uh, what do you think is going on with Alex Riley? Do you think he's having a midlife crisis or something? I don't know. I I do know that oddly, like the interview that I did with him last year for Listen Your Boy when we did those video interviews. Yes. Like at least once a week, somebody will comment on it, and I'm like, that's weird. Out of all the people that we've interviewed, like Chael Sonnen and Chris Cyborg, mm-hmm. Daniel Cormier, tons of wrestlers, like that, that, and Kenny Dykstra get like new comments every single week. Hmm. Are you suggesting it's Alex Riley commenting on Alex Maybe. Riley's video? Maybe he's telling us that we should say it to his face. I mean, he's posting a lot of cryptic stuff on Instagram. He's tagging John Cena and this stuff. Oh, boy. And uh, I don't know where this has come from. I mean, we know that there is a past with those two. 
And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read you a quote. This is when he did an interview on Jim Ross's podcast back in January of 2017. He said, there was an incident and it certainly changed the path of my career. I don't want to discuss it right now, but I will one day for sure. It was a tough situation at times. I guess we can leave it at that. I struggle with the morality of even talking about it. And I'm not into blowing up anybody else at this point, but I promise you this, I will address it one day. What I always heard was that Cena was threatened by him because they were very similar in terms of look, size, speaking ability. Uh, and I don't know if Cena, you know, screwed his career somehow, or maybe there was a woman involved or something. You never know. But I always heard that he uh, was threatened by Riley and made sure to push him down the card. But I would be I inclined to disagree with this. However, I've heard this similar story about several other guys. Like Tyler Rex, for example, did basically the inverted version of John Cena's finish, and John Cena put a stop to that. He did the the reverse Death Valley driver, which isn't really like John Cena's move. Mm-hmm. It's John Cena does a standing fireman's carry slam, and John Cena put an end to that. We heard about him putting the kibosh on the Nexus beating him when they needed to. They really needed to. Uh, Melissa, what's going on? Why, you're distracting me. Uh, one of my developers just sent me something that uh, I think... You probably will not enjoy too much, but I think Jimmy will. I think now, yeah, that's a good transition. Yeah, well now, well, now we're curious. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love it. <laughs> so you're saying that I'm basically paying Derek a salary on his... On his it during, wasn't during, even Derek. It wasn't that's Derek? That's the best part. Really? I was going to say I'm paying Derek a salary during the workday to do that? Who did that? I, I don't Jimmy? know if I want to throw them under the bus. Jimmy, I look like I just really. I look like I'm Shane Helms during his cruiserweight title run. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You know, it's funny. I ran into you said it was Tristan, one of our developers. I ran into him on the street when I was coming back from lunch, and he actually looked at me and said, "Good luck on the podcast today." Oh God! Well, the puppet was his idea too. He's yeah, I heard clever that. with this stuff. I heard the puppet was like his that. idea. Yeah, that's I like awesome. That. I'm gonna kick your ass, Melissa. I <laughs> I have a posse now, clearly. Oh, okay, cool. Apparently. Line them uh, up, I'll boot them all in the face. Don't care. <laughs> did you watch uh, Liddell Ortiz on the weekend? Golden oh, Boy I sure did. I pulled over at California Market on my way home from Starcade, and myself and Nikita Krylov fan watched it, and it took us about 12 seconds to realize what was going to happen. Yeah, now, the one thing I want to talk about with that promotion, so anybody that's not an MMA fan, or you probably know who Chuck Liddell is, Tito Ortiz, Golden Boy Promotions did the fight. Todd Grisham did the play-by-play. And people will remember him from WWE. He was there for like almost 10 years. One thing I loved about the show, Sean, was that not only Todd Grisham, but also the color men, Frank Mir and Rashad Evans, two former fighters uh, with the UFC, they were very complimentary about pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Todd Grisham put over his, his uh, time with WWE as a positive thing. Filthy Tom Lawler was on the card. You guys might know him because he does a lot of pro wrestling, and he's got an affiliation with uh, Figure Four Weekly. Interview up at Fightful.com. There you go. And so they talked about Tom Lawler's wrestling that he does uh, because he was away from MMA for a couple of years. They were very complimentary about it, and uh, I thought that was great. Rashad Evans, of all people, was talking about the natural marriage between MMA and pro wrestling. And they were talking about how, hey, it's predetermined, but the, but the damage is real. They were just very complimentary about it. What did you think of, Do you did you see the tweet that Todd Grisham had to read on the air that he did not want to read? No, what was that? So there was a fighter on the card, his name is Duran Wynn. 
Yeah, he's he's a really good prospect. He's good. He shouldn't he shouldn't be two hundred five, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. But he uh, he's uh, he's Daniel Cormier's prospect. He, he trains with Daniel Cormier, and he won against Tom Lawler by decision. What they were doing is after every fight, they would put a tweet on the air on the screen, and it was clear that Todd Grisham did not see them in advance. Yeah. And when they would come on the screen, he would read them. So after Duran Wynn beat uh, beat uh, Tom Lawler, a tweet was posted on the screen, and you got to remember that Oscar De La Hoya is hoping to turn this into a regular MMA promotion, right? That's the yeah. goal. The tweet comes on the screen, and what it basically said was, uh, Duran Wynn uh, is going to have a bright future with a big promotion someday. That's basically what uh, it said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it came on the air, Todd Grisham started reading it, and you can tell that he read ahead. And yeah. three or four words in, he paused. Because he was thinking, we should not be reading this shit about Make one day seem like anything less than a big promotion sure right right get it. but he was stuck the thing was on the air so he read it also everybody's calling darren in the past or in the present tense he's deron one now right <laughs> that was get a it? joke right because i think won. i get it yeah okay i got it i'm proud <laughs> you're gonna learn comedy yet melissa i am gonna kick your ass <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, perception, oh, perception, this is going to be a good fight, people. Perception this is, be is a good fight. I, I doubt that. Uh, but perception is reality, and the thing is, you want to make everything seem as important as as you can, especially in a situation like that where you have two of the most popular fighters of all time fighting. One of which, Chuck Liddell, had no business being cleared. No Tito, business. I'm fine with Tito fighting. I'm fine with Tito being cleared. Mm-hmm. He, I think he won two of his last. I think he won his last two fights, or maybe two of his last three. But he's just fine. He's not great or anything, but not where it's like, hey, he shouldn't be licensed. When I saw yeah. Chuck Liddell fighting, I saw pillow hands, slow reaction, bad technique. He had a limp footwork. He was limping. He was limping, like literally limping down the aisle to get into the ring. Yep. And and when they showed him sparring, and again, I don't want to go about, uh, on about MMA for too long, but when they showed him sparring, he was sucking wind after like three, four punches when they yep. were sparring. And it's it's not the same, but I'm, if I'm if I'm going to try to make a comparison to pro wrestling, it's almost like Andre the Giant when he had to hold on to Bobby Heenan to keep himself balanced as he walked to the ring mm-hmm. because he was so far past his prime. Liddell was far past his prime. And how about this? Way. Liddell was probably about five or six years older than Andre the Giant at that point. Isn't that amazing? Well, Andre was forty, I think, for WrestleMania three, right? Uh, I think I think he was forty three when he died. Uh, yeah, I think he was about forty at WrestleMania three. I think he no, died forty five. He would have been. Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay, you're yeah. right. Yeah, was, yeah, forty for that. So no, he yeah. was about forty seven when he died. When so. he died. No, okay. he uh, Chuck Liddell was about a year or two older than Andre. There, there you go. Okay, a year or two older. All right. So uh, I don't want to talk about a lot of negatives when it comes to Raw. Because <laughs> Raw this week was poopy. And so I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about negatives. So what I did was I actually found a way to come up with some positives from the show, Sean. <laughs> oh, really? The Falcon Arrow. Uh, the Falcon Arrow was a good one. And I, I saw the thing about, uh, oh, Seth Rollins, the curb stomp is banned. And Rollins was like, uh, no. Yeah. That's incorrect. But I was looking at positives. What about the inverted Alabama slam into the ring steps? We now call that the Bama Slamma. That was amazing, wasn't it? I had never seen that before, so that was good. What about Elias' growing popularity, Sean? That's great. I love it. He's going to be the biggest thing on the Raw brand. He was really over at Starcade, too. That was was a blast. Awesome. What about Elias' top rope elbow? That was good. And I got to say, and not that I want to shit on CM Punk, but 
a lot of people for a long time considered CM Punk one of the best in the world, right? CM Punk's top rope elbow, I thought, was yeah. dog shit. He landed it so that his hand was coming down on the side of your head, and it didn't yeah. even look like an elbow. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I just want to say it is funny that the best things we can find about a wrestling show is that they did a few moves right. I know. <laughs> I'm stretching here, Sean. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that Baron, Drew, and Bobby as a group is pretty awesome. If they keep those guys together as a heel group, give them a name, and they've got their manager, and I think that's cool. If they Even though that. Ziggler and Rollins was good, we did not, did not need to see that again. I no. posted that stat, and you said, yeah, so pretty much like two or three times a month, right? Basically three times every four weeks for five months we in don't some capacity. That. No. I, I get it. They're they're running low right now. They got they've written off Kurt Angle. They've got Roman Reigns dealing with leukemia. Braun's out. Kevin Owens is out. Sammy's out. Lashley was working hurt for a while. Alexa's out. Yeah. Uh, they're running. They're that's sad though that they've. But they could have grabbed anybody for that spot, Sean. Exactly. It's right? an open challenge. Open challenge. It's yeah. an open challenge. Yeah. Anybody. 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 They could have threw Chad Gable in there, and it would have been a good match. Yeah. Right. Although he was in the tag team title match. But they could, they could have grabbed anybody that wasn't already working the show and thrown him in there. It didn't yeah. have to be uh, Dolph Ziggler. Do you have any other positivity? Not a lot after that. <laughs> I, uh, so, so, okay, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to theorize because I'm trying to find a positive outcome here. So Jinder Mahal and No Way Jose booked on Monday Night Raw. The only thing I can think of is that somebody fucked up and they swapped out the format sheets and that was supposed to be on main event. Because otherwise, I don't really understand the point of that. Actually, let me ask you a question, Sean. So, Starcade, positive show, right? Yeah. Good crowd. What would you think of Bray Wyatt's return on that show? It was a blast. I didn't expect it. Mm -hmm. I didn't uh, definitely didn't see that coming because almost everything on that show changed. By the way, that show blew away our Raw and SmackDown numbers for that week. Did they show Bray's return on the network special? Because I haven't seen it yet. They did not. No. Uh, like, everything except for pretty much one match was changed in some way. Either it wasn't a title match, an opponent got changed, or it became a cage match or no longer was a cage match. I think one match on that show stayed the same from, like, two weeks ago. Wow. And that's a bummer. Losing yeah. Braun Strowman and Becky Lynch from that show hurt. That hurt quite a bit. Those are... Quite frankly, you could call Braun and Rollins one and one A on on the Raw brand as far as over uh, people are over, but then you lose the top SmackDown star too. That hurt. It was a fun show, but man, it did not need to be three and a half hours long. Did they not have Becky at least make an appearance? Nope, they didn't. Huh? Hmm. Nope. Three days before she was cleared to return to SmackDown. Let me ask you this question: If you remember from Starcade, who did Sasha and Bailey team with that night? Who did they team with in the six woman tag? Was one of them, Dana Brooke and Ember. Dana Moon. Brooke. Okay. Uh, during the little segment on Raw, who's one of the girls that ran out and jumped her from behind? Nia Jax. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Yeah. With no explanation for anything, because, you know, wrestling fans are dumb and they don't see continuity anyway, right? Yeah. So, you know what, Sean? Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of continuity, I got a second version. I like the t shirt in this one a little more. And I'm done. You can go back to wrestling. Tristan's spending his workday doing this? I found out it was a team effort. I approve. Okay. By the way, if you check your Twitter, Jimmy, you'll see. They're all watching. They're all very excited. The fella who asked about the story, he confirmed. He said, it is correct. I did ask. We've wow. waited months That's for the students. Wild. Wow. Okay, you know what? We will tell the story. We will do it. 
<gasps> not today. <gasps> Jimmy! <laughs> Come on! Not today. No. Because we already have not a main fair. event today. Then we already have a main event. Blue Chew, and then you turn around and give our audience blue balls. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it's today. Not fair. We already have a main event today. We already have the fight today. We're not doing it today. Maybe next week. Maybe next week we will do, we will talk about it. You are no. you are Emmalina-ing our crowd. No, you just misunderstood me when I said we'll talk about it. You didn't let me finish my sentence. This is mis- miscommunication Man, and confusion. Someone in the chat just out. said, yeah, I was about to say that. Said, Jimmy, choose your fucking words better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll donate money now if you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it next week because... Maybe we should Sean. put it behind a paywall. Oh, wait, WDB will still see it then, won't they? Yeah, they probably uh, will. Let's just say I think that they were a select subscriber for a faithful while. Faithful subscribers. Yeah, yeah. From Stanford, Connecticut. I, uh, I think it's about that time, Sean. What time? Time for you to get fucked well, up! Need one? You need one? They work quick. I they think it's quick. time for you to get warmed up, Sean. I'm not getting warmed up. I'm not training. I don't even need to fight. What makes... What makes I, I already beat Melissa at the press conference, and everybody knows that's the most important part. So I'm one and zero, no matter what. Uh, you guys are uh, tied because the diss track puts her up one, so it's the a time for the rubber match. Come on, my press conference performance was wet. Fuck it, let's. <laughs> are we fight? Are we doing this? Fight really? We don't. Sean, I want you to head to the... I'm going to switch into my nice gray fighting polo just in case. But... And I want you to head to the soon-to-be media Let's room. Just... Head to the soon-to-be media room. I'll see you there. Get yourself warmed up. All right? And then what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to get Melissa. She's going to warm up. She's going to get into something better because I don't want you to screw up your listening no, to polo. Oh God, no, So she's going to get into something else. And then it's time, folks... Time for the epic matchup. Latina Heat Melissa against the Ewing Express Sean Ross Sapp. It's been weeks in the making. It's no holds barred. Taking place from our soon-to-be media room upstairs here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Melissa's going to go get warmed up, and I hope you guys enjoy the fight. (laughs) And then next week, next week we'll recap it. And uh, and, uh, when the fight's over... Leave your comments either in the live chat on the YouTube chat, YouTube comments, or Twitter. Let us know uh, your okay. thoughts on the fight, and let us know if you want to see a rematch, depending on the outcome. Okay. Let's go get this thing going, Melissa. Good luck to you. Oh.
Educator of Sean Ross Sapp. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.